Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Commentarians. Is this Prairie Home Companion? Husband Bulge is now a part of my permanent vocabulary. <laughs> I saw a squirrel. I am going to point out real quick, this to me is like the most disturbing scene in the entire movie. Stop listening right now and go watch Firefly. Hey, this is my podcast. I'm sorry, sorry, Joe. <laughs> We are saying that not only have we been wounded, we survive, and there's a God who heals of these wounds. Jesus isn't about the isms. Uh, he's about his kingdom. Because it is kind of like this idea that Jesus died for all of our sins, except when you had sex. And Jesus doesn't cover that. Welcome, everybody, to the Commentarians Coming Attractions episode. In these episodes, we discuss what movie we're going to be watching in the main episode, tell you all about what you need to know before going into it, who we're going to be doing it with, who the guest will be, all that goodness. And the host this month of the main episode this month is Emily Dixon. How you doing, Emily? I'm doing good. Doing good. Good times. <laughs> Yeah, uh, again, <laughs> love these episodes. Love, love your episode on uh, Silence of the Lambs. So that I'm was glad. A lot of fun. Yeah, glad that uh, you get to come back and uh, discuss another terrifying, spine tingling movie this <laughs> month. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, I kind of got shoved out of my comfort zone this month, and I, I'm, I'm doing a romantic comedy. Is it a romantic comedy? Or is it just a chick flick? It might just be a chick flick. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I figured I, I needed to broaden my horizons a little bit. Yeah. And plus I got to help out a friend who's recently released her book on Amazon, uh, Amanda Martinez Beck. And she has the book Lovely out. So, you know, be sure and check that out. And she picked out this month's movie, which is I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer. From 2018. And yes. So pretty new. Mm -hmm. for our our films and it, it, i i i made it through without imploding so <laughs> <laughs> give me an action adventure any day yeah <laughs> so but we actually we had a great conversation about it and do we want to just head right to the reviews because this was kind of a controversial movie yeah uh let, well, let's get into the information first so i feel okay. pretty from 2018, rated PG-13 for sexual content, some partial nudity and language, uh, written and directed by Abby Cohn and Michael Silverstein, starring Amy Schumer, Michelle Williams, and Emily Ratajkowski. <laughs> Good job. Uh, <laughs> and according to IMDb, a woman struggling with insecurities uh, awakes from a fall believing she is the most beautiful and capable woman on the planet. Her new confidence empowers her to live fearlessly, uh, but what happens when she realizes her appearance never changed? So that's the information. Let's get into the reviews and critical uh, information. What do you got? Right, yeah. Well, this was pretty uh, tame, so you know, uh, I felt like watching it, the the rating is totally appropriate there's not a lot of there's some language but nothing over the top we've got some uh silhouettes of nudity some uh, one sex scene that kind of gets pretty um interesting <laughs> uh but other than that uh it it was 
pretty tame, but the movie itself drew a lot of criticism because it is all about body image, which is a huge topic for any, any woman out there. I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of men too. Um, and the reviews were, were pretty awful. Obviously it's got a, what, a 35% tomato meter. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a 34% audience score from Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. So not real high. It was a box office flop. Yeah. Uh, really, even from the moment they released the trailers, it was already getting a lot of um, kickback because how are they going to have a a body conscious movie starring Amy Schumer? I mean, I, I looked up her size, actually. She's the same size that I am in the movie. She's the same size I am now. Mm hmm. And so I don't consider myself to be a plus size woman. Uh, the idea that she's a plus size woman did not go over well with a lot of body conscious activists. Uh, Washington Post gave it a one star. Uh, their their headline on this, I love it. I feel pretty is supposed to be empowering. It makes the exact opposite point. And that's mm. by Michael O'Sullivan. <laughs> and so he actually writes. Yet that otherwise fine movie is undermined by the entire subtext of the movie in a disconnect that encapsulates all that is wrong with it. Though I feel pretty is intended to deliver a message of empowerment. Women should feel good about themselves without struggling to meet unreasonable standards of beauty. It ends up making the exact opposite point. If you don't look at Emily Radajowski... Okay, Mm -hmm. we're going to go with that pronunciation. The film says, rail thin model, an actress who has a small role, you're unworthy of attention and love. The bikini contest, which is the funniest and most disturbing part of the entire movie, is only funny if you buy into the movie's antiquated, perniscuous, okay, that's a new word for me, Mm -hmm. notion that no woman looks like Amy Schumer ought to be comfortable in her own body. In other words, I Feel Pretty wants to eat its cake and have it too inviting us to laugh at women, however they look, while scolding us for doing so. So, I mean, scathing. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty scathing. I know that was quite a a lot, but I mean, that kind of encapsulates many of the reviews that I read. Yeah. It's, it was a pretty, um, it it had some funny moments. I I don't think Amy Schumer lived up to her potential. I mean, some of her stand-up is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but overall, uh, she ends up being the spokesperson for another cosmetic line. And hmm. that's her, that's where she, she shines in this moment of, of selling cosmetics. Now, anybody who knows me knows I'm a fan of co- cosmetics. Sure. Um, but at the same time, it, 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 you did have that real disconnect, as Sullivan said. And that's, that was troublesome. Uh, other other critics were a little kinder. The rap um, by N.Q. King, he felt like instead of it being about a plus-sized woman who, who's coming to terms with her size, that he felt like it was a movie about the insecurities all women feel due to advertising and marketing. Yeah. And from that perspective, and I think if I would have watched it from that perspective, I probably would have appreciated it more. Right. Uh, because, and that's kind of the thing that uh, a lot of Amy Schumer, especially her her show Inside Amy Schumer, kind of tackles mm-hmm. that perspective, because she, I I find her attractive and sexy, and she's got you know I don't have a problem with her body at all, but right. 
is she Hollywood hot? Is she right. the kind of attractive that would she have gotten any kind of role based on her looks alone, you know, mm-hmm. like other actresses have? And I think that that's, that's the problem. That That's why she's, uh, you know, portrayed as yes. this kind of normal, quote unquote, body type. Yeah, because I mean, definitely with with in Hollywood, she she's not the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she should definitely be somebody I would see, you know, at the supermarket and somebody that I wouldn't think twice about seeing at church or, you know, yeah. she she's she seems very much a normal woman in so many respects. And when she is abnormal, it's hilarious yeah. because <laughs> that's that's what she's uh, portraying. But even Kang was was not like uh, fully on board. Uh I love, he kind of sums up this side of it. It says, I feel pretty is an almost empowering, never quite hilarious farce that gets by on charm. Oh. <laughs> and that, that's, I mean, that's one of the kinder reviews that I've read. Yeah. Because I, there are some charming moments. There's some fun moments in it. But I felt like, you know, you, you were kind of always waiting for it to take off. Mm-hmm. And it, it never quite made it. Uh, but the good news is, whether or not you appreciate the movie, we did have a great speaker, um, or guest speaker, <laughs> whichever, uh, with Amanda, who she is so in tune with these issues and really has done a lot of work for helping women be accepting of their bodies and men too. And I always, I work with women so much. I always just go there. So I'm not trying to be biased against you guys. No, yeah. uh, so, <laughs> but um, you know, she, she works in that field and she, she's really sensitive to some of the, the things that the movie pointed out that I didn't catch because that's not my field of focus. Mm-hmm. And so I love the, the perspective she brings to it. Um, whether, you know, it's just, the fact that there's the wrong size shoes for uh, Amy Schumer's character at the, the uh, spin class. And uh, also the, the way that the, the bikes in the spin class were positioned, that only a skinny person could really get between them hmm. and you know, things like that, that I would not, like I said, would not have noticed. And she, she brings out how our society really is designed to, to cater to a certain body type. And how we need to make provision and be aware of the needs of other people around us and not take it for granted that everything works, you know, for one particular body type, that that we are diverse in our creation. And and I love that about what Amanda had to bring to it. And honestly, if I hadn't had her to, to walk me through the movie the way she did, I wouldn't have appreciated what I did. Right. And so I, I think that's what, you know, that's the great thing about our show, whether or not you, overall, but mm-hmm. I thought for me, it really stood out with this episode with Amanda, but overall our show, uh, you know, where we get to watch a movie that maybe you wouldn't watch, but having that outside perspective really helps with, with an understanding and grace towards what the, the overall messages are. So, yeah. And so, yeah, so let's, get uh talk about her a little bit more her book uh lovely how i learned to embrace the body god gave me 
and her website is amandamartinezbeck.com. And she has a podcast called Fat and mm-hmm. Faithful, which she does with a co-host who discuss the same issues. And yeah, I, mm-hmm. I again, that that's if you I mean, not to plug a uh, another podcast, but uh, I interviewed her on my podcast, Drinking at Bible Study, um, where we had such an amazing discussion not just about positivity as far as you know body image in our society, but bibl- biblically speaking, why we need to love our bodies the way that they are, mm-hmm. and yes. how. And she talks about the body of Christ and the body that you know that we've been given, and our and, and maybe kind of got me to look at some Bible verses on a completely different point of view. So she knows what she's talking about. Not just in the, hey, society's bad, but how much God actually loves us for who we are. And so she's great at that. Have you read the book? I have to ask. Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I did too. And I, I, she really had me thinking in ways that I had not thought before. And I, I think she does an excellent job of that. And so, no, I think you should definitely plug the other podcast away uh, because I, I think that's we need that perspective and I don't care who you are because whether you're dealing with weight issues um, your ears are too big your feet are too large you, you know your hands are too small whatever the the issue is um, I think we all have something about our body that we need to learn to accept and appreciate mm-hmm. and so the fact that Amanda has been so vocal about something that you know our bodies how much more personal can it get Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I, I think it's great. And I think we need more voices like hers in the church discussing these things and to doing so without shame. I mean, I love the fact she just uses the word fat. I mean, we never call someone fat, but she, she owns it yeah. and never makes it something shameful. And it's, it's very, it's very refreshing because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of masquerading and, you know, that, that hiding behind all the politically correct terminology. She's just, no, this is who I am. And this is um, part of how God made me. And I need to love this body, even in this shape, when so many other people would be disdainful. And I think that's something we all need to learn. And right. I, I do have to appreciate that about her. As, yeah. I, one interesting point that she brought up was that she started her uh, her ministry uh calling herself a fat acceptance activist and she wanted to embrace that because we need to take that stigma away but it was so difficult for her to be taken she had to push back so hard that she had to change her her title to body acceptance <laughs> activist because so many people mm-hmm. even people who are overweight could not accept that word. And so she knew that she had to take baby steps to get there. And so that that's how messed up our society is as far as how they view people who are overweight or differently shaped or what have you. So again, great. Anyone who's great not airbrushed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, she's and so for me it was very much I mean uh, 
again, outside my comfort zone, not typically the movie I would watch, but it was so good to have that outside voice mm-hmm. and, and to really force me to consider, uh, you know, watching it with a critical eye towards the things that I would have honestly just not even paid attention to. Yeah. And so, and, and she does it. And like I said, Amanda does it so well, but I mean, Hey, and she's not paying me off just so you know, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm singing her praises here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was an interesting show. I think it's worthwhile. I think, uh, overall, uh, the discussion would be, you know, a very positive one, uh, especially with moms, with daughters, uh, going through, you know, the barrage of messages that we all receive about body image and, uh, in today's culture and you can't escape it. it it's yeah. everywhere. So I, I really, I can see this being something that uh, a lot of the women in my groups are going to, going to enjoy getting to hear her perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so let me also recommend since uh, this is an Amy Schumer movie uh, th- and this one's a little bit more raunchy, a little <laughs> more, not a little, it's incredibly raunchy. But in her one, an excellent episode that she did with her her show, she did an epi- an episode called 12, 12 Angry Men Inside Amy Schumer," uh, where it's basically based. It's an entire one sketch, but it's the entire episode, and it's based on the movie Twelve Angry Men," where twelve you know jurors have to decide the fate of a you know of a of a defense mm-hmm. of a person defending themselves uh, in court and she made it so that these 12 men had to uh, argue whether she deserves to be on television or not and it's not just based on what what she looks like because she doesn't look like the typical hollywood person but also Mm -hmm. what she talks about her sexuality her you know how she talks about sex and how Mm -hmm. all of this is very shameful for a woman to talk about in a you know, in a positive way. And so if you can handle the language and the topics and the, you know, because it, again, it's very, very dirty, but it's, I think that it's such a great, it, you know, a great way to discuss these topics. So if you can handle well, it, check that out. It, well, and sometimes having the humor kind of takes some of the sting out so you can actually process through. Right. And so I, I think that's one of the things that Amy Schumer's uh, humor overall has been. It's it's great. I mean, well, all good humor is great social commentary packaged in a way that we can uh, digest it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's what this movie is trying to do. I don't know how well it succeeds. So um, yeah. watch the movie, but but definitely listen to the, to the commentarians because this is going <laughs> to be... Uh, it's going to bring it up a notch and yeah. and not because of me. It's because of Amanda. Right. <laughs> but again, you're, you're, you're also one of my favorite, uh, I mean, you know, I say the top, <laughs> the three the top, top three <laughs> in the top three of favorite guests, favorite, uh, you know, co-hosts of the, uh, of the podcast. I'm so glad you rank so highly. <laughs> <laughs> I worked hard for this achievement. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, anyway, uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up then. Uh, oh, and I wanted to discuss also yes. this, yeah, this month's um, special features episode. Uh, 
right now we're working on it still, but what we're planning on doing is a first of a series that we're going to be doing uh, it, on movie soundtracks. So every once in a while, whenever we can get around to it, we'll be discussing our favorite soundtracks based on genre or, you know, topic. And this month I'm going to get uh, Mickey, who was on our last special features episode, uh, Nathan's wife, mm-hmm. uh, and my sister-in-law, your sister-in-law, <laughs> great, great, uh, you know, a great, great guest <laughs> that I'm so excited to talk to again. Her and Gina DeFonzo are going with myself are going to get together and talk about our favorite movie musical soundtracks. So that's going to be a lot of fun. If you love movie musicals, if you love musicals made into movies, we're going to be discussing our favorite soundtracks based on uh, the featuring uh, the movie musicals. So that's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be towards the end of the month at uh, patreon.com slash the commentarians. And this is going to be a great discussion because music, Mickey is so well-trained and just her music understanding music is just amazing so Mm -hmm. it's going to be a great episode and y'all are so lucky you don't have me hosting that one so (laughs) (laughs) but i i think people are going to be blown away by um what gina and mickey are going to pull out of it and we're going to see if you can keep up with the girls on this one joe yeah i know (laughs) i'm a fan of of movies and music but bringing them together i'm and again my town I have absolutely no musical talent whatsoever, so uh, I'm glad that a few uh, actually talented, uh, you know, musicians and speakers are going to be able to uh, to absolutely. school me on this topic. Absolutely, this is this is the joy of of our lives. We have lots of great people to network with, and um, mm-hmm. Mickey is just one of them. Gina's one of them, and and we're going to have so many more on the shows in the next few months that yeah. I, I can't wait to do the next projects. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, anything else, or should we just wrap it up here? Let's wrap it up. All right. So uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the commentarians. Follow us on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash the comments pod. We're on Instagram at commentarians pod. Email us at commentarianspod at gmail.com. And again, if you want to hear not just this month's coming attraction uh, special features episode, but past episodes for only $2 a month, uh, you get to have an, a bonus episode every month, plus listen to our back catalog where we do great interviews and discussions about favorite movies and movie characters and stuff like that. And plus, for a dollar a month, you get entered into the Raven Creek Paddle Store, a private Facebook group where we get to discuss all kinds of great theological and, uh, you know, theological discussions. Randomness. So, oddities. Yeah, oddities. Exactly. <laughs> So check us out there. You can find us online also at ravencreeksc.com slash thecommentarians. Thank you so much for being on, and I can't wait to hear this this episode, Emily. Awesome. We'll look forward to All the right. next one. <laughs> so thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Commentarians Podcast, a Raven Creek Social Club production. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thecommentarians. 
Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember, movies are a reflection of our lives and of other people's lives, and we get to experience them together. Come back to the movies with us. We love sharing them with you.